So you got your first sale, but now what? In this episode, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do next. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. In the early stages, it's all about getting that first sale. But what happens after that? What are the next steps and what are the things that you should be working on as the business and brand owner to help turn that one sale into 5, 10, 100, 1,000 and beyond? And so in this episode, I wanted to share a few key things that you can focus on every day to increase those daily sales numbers. And I think the important thing to consider as we're going through these is to understand the ROAS versus scale equation. So when you're just getting started, yes, the ROAS might be quite high. Maybe you're spending a super small amount on ads each day, but because you nailed your creative and because your ad copy and your ad targeting is all on point and your product is great, your website is great, then you might be getting great ROAS numbers. But as you scale up and increase that spend, then of course your ROAS is naturally going to decrease, but your scale is increasing. So at the end of the day, you're making more sales and you're making more profit. So I think these are some tasks to consider as you're scaling up your store and you're going from that first sale to that fifth, that 10th, the hundredth, the thousandth sale. And so a few of the key tasks that you can definitely dive into after you've had your first sale are listening to customer feedback and improving your ad copy and angles. Now, this is something that you can do constantly over time. It's not just reserved for after the first sale. And most of these things here, look, you're probably going to need five, 10, 15 sales before some of these tasks really make a real impact. But I think it's important to get going right from the start. So the first one in listening to customer feedback, you might want to reach out to your first couple of customers and literally ask them, hey, thanks for buying my product. I really do appreciate it. I want to hear your feedback on it. What are your thoughts? What were your thoughts on the ads that you initially saw or the website or the product once it's arrived? All of those things, you just want to go into this intel gathering phase. You want to gather as much feedback and as much insight from those initial customers because they're going to tell you a lot of things that you can use to improve your ad copy or improve your ad creative or improve the customer experience, which is going to lead to more sales. And so those initial few customers are going to be incredibly, incredibly valuable. And you want to get their feedback and say out of the first 5, 10, 15 customers, you've requested that feedback, you've got a handful of it. And if you see some patterns emerging, maybe they all really like the ad creative. Maybe that tells you that you need to make more just like that. Or if they all said that your videos or walkthrough videos were the most helpful and really really help them buy, well then maybe you need to make more like that. Or maybe there was something they pointed out that they weren't happy with. Maybe the checkout experience was a bit clunky or something like that. So if you see these patterns from two, three, four, five, ten customers who all say the same thing, it's definitely worthwhile revisiting that and either improving it or doing more of it. And that leads us on to the next thing that you can do, which is testing more ad creative. Now, based on that feedback, you might get some insight into the kind of creative that's working well. You obviously see that data inside of Facebook. You can look at the amount of comments that have been left on some of the ads that you may be running. It's going to give you a good indication of any feedback and also how well potential customers are actually engaging with the content. And so from here, you want to be making more variations. You want to try new creative. Maybe there were some initial ads that you ran, but some potential 
potential customers didn't resonate with that and they didn't end up buying. And so going back after you've got those first few sales in, your Facebook campaigns are starting to perform well, you wanna revisit it and you wanna be making more ad creative. And I talked about this in a previous episode, the importance of constantly testing new ad creative because it's not only gonna help you increase your sales and profits, but it's also gonna help you resonate with some of the potential customers who maybe didn't buy from your initial ads. Now, moving on to the third thing that I recommend doing is reviewing your Hotjar recording. So if you just got started and you install Hotjar on your website, basically it's a bit of code that records any user sessions on your website. And so you can actually go back and watch those, see how your customers interacted with the website. And this is especially important when optimizing your product pages because you're gonna be able to see how far they scroll down, what information they stop and actually read, what content is most important to them because they're spending the most time looking at it. And so at this point, you can go back, have a look at your Hotjar recordings and see how you can improve your website experience. See how you can optimize your product page even more and get that conversion rate even higher. And so that's a super valuable thing that you can do because if you can improve your conversion rate by 1%, 2%, like even such a marginal increase can double your sales. And so the power of improving your conversion rate over time and optimizing your website and product pages even more isn't just a one-off fix. It's something that you can constantly be going back to, reviewing your Hotjar recordings, listening to customer feedback, and ultimately improving your conversion rate, which is just gonna increase the amount of sales that you're able to generate dramatically. Now moving on to the last thing I'm gonna touch on in this episode, and that's optimizing your Facebook campaigns. Now I've been chatting with a lot of brands recently, brand owners, looking inside of their ad account and seeing that they have run ads for days, if not weeks, spending loads of money and getting no sales from those ad sets or ads just because they haven't been in there checking and turning off unprofitable ad sets and basically optimizing their campaigns. And so if you actually wanna save a lot of money, it's a very, very smart thing to do as you start to scale up because as soon as you start spending more, yes, there might be campaigns that are performing really, really, really well, getting you a lot of sales, but there might be campaigns or ad sets or creative that aren't performing as well. And you end up spending a lot of money on those unprofitably, or you're really close to break even, and it's not really a good use of your advertising budget to be focusing on those when you've got these high performers out there that are really working well. And so going back into Facebook every day, optimizing your campaigns. And what I mean by optimizing is turning off ad sets that have been unprofitable over the past three day window, the previous day, as well as maybe the past seven day window as well. Because you obviously wanna give your campaigns time to optimize, to exit the learning phase and to start seeing if there's really performance there. But if they don't perform, then don't feel attached to them. Just turn them off and use that budget elsewhere. So as you start making those first couple of sales, make sure you're inside of Facebook optimizing because there's nothing more precious at this stage than your ad spend. You wanna make sure that you're getting the most out of it and that every dollar you're putting in is getting the most out. And of course, there are loads of other tasks that you could focus on after you've generated your first sale, your first five sales, your first 10 sales, those initial batch of sales. But what I think is really important is that you focus on needle moving tasks, the tasks that are really gonna help you move that money needle for your brand and increase your sales and increase your profit margins and get more customers in. And of course, in the early days, there might be loads of other tasks that you might be drawn to because you think it's gonna help you increase your sales and profits. Some of those things could be adding an 
SMS marketing system in place, using email marketing to get more sales or trying to build brand partnerships or a whole bunch of other things, which can be extremely lucrative. But in the early stages, I strongly believe that there are a bunch of other things that are more important to get started with and to help you increase those sales and get those daily sales numbers up and up and up. Of course, you can come back to those things when it's the right time, which might be a week from now, two weeks, three weeks, might be two months because you're really focusing on the main core tasks that are going to really help you ramp up your store as fast as possible and get your products into the hands of the customers that actually need them. And so I'd steer clear of tasks that you really don't need to be focusing on right now. Spend 100% of your time and effort and energy on the key tasks that are really going to lead to great increases in results. And so I hope you have enjoyed this episode. You can take some of these things, go and apply them for your own store and make sure what you're focusing on every single day, especially in the early stages, is all focused on generating more results. And so I appreciate you tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode.